Hi, I'm Sam. And I'm Sam. And you're listening to SamCast. Okay guys, welcome to the podcast. This is the first episode of the podcast, but it's not the first time we've recorded this. This is like the third time we've been recording everything. Yeah. Um, the first time uh, the software fucked up and deleted all of our stuff. The second time where there was like fuck off amounts of frogs. This time it's vaguely quiet. There's some cicadas buzzing, but other than that, it's okay. Um, I have an interesting article I'm going to share with everyone today. Sam also has an article that he's going to share. What do you have? Uh, what what I have? Yeah, what's what's your article today? Um, so apparently this dude, like, made this, okay, so there's, like, this piece of music that this guy wrote on this, like, organ that's supposed to last for 639 years, and this information, it's, like, in a church in Germany, um, anyway, John Cage, he wrote it, like, a long time ago, he wrote it in, like, let's see, he wrote it in the 80s, and he died in 1992, and the piece will end in 2,640. Huh. Anyway. Yeah, if, if we make were, it that long. Yeah, there was one. is um, just yeah. breathing down our necks That's on it. that one. Ha, 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 ha. Mm-hmm. And this is from the BBC, which is my favorite news source and acronym. Shut up. <laughs> I hate it when I, like, try to quote something from the BBC, and then everyone's just like, ooh, BBC, me. Funny thing so is, annoying. my um, section for band, the saxophone section, they decided to make our shirts bigger, better, clarinets. And then that put BBC as the acronym. Oh, they uh, fucking knew. Yeah, they, they knew. did. They did now. Can you send me a picture of one of those shirts? I don't know. It's somewhere That's in my amazing. Room. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Was that like a teacher that made that decision or was that no, students? No, the students were like, you Okay, know what? that's fucking amazing. I love yeah. that. BBC. <laughs> band kids, am I right? Yeah, fucking band kids. Speaking of saxophones, did you try that saxophone TikTok thing I sent you? Wait, what did he do? The one oh, yeah, you like, played with that, like, the thing one that... Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Took the yeah. neck off of it. It was weird. Yeah, I like anyway. that. That actually sounded cool. Yeah, it was interesting. Yeah, yeah so... Do you want to start with yours, I guess? Go ahead. I, re- I read, like, part of it, I guess. Yeah, what's, what's it all about? Okay, well, I summed it up pretty much, but I'll just read the whole thing on my bob. All right. Fans have flocked to a church in Germany to hear a chord change in a musical composition that lasts 639 years. It is <laughs> the pieces. It is. It is the first change in the piece as slow as possible. It's called the piece is called as slow as possible in seven years. <laughs> this dude, man, he decided like you know what. I want to make a piece that's slower than ever. Like, that's insane. Wow. And then there's photos of, like, people wearing masks. What a... There's no other... Oh, wait. But wait for the next scheduled chord change, which will be, be in comparison with... Okay, wait. It's on the 5th of February, 2022, is the next chord change. And then... 
the score is made up of eight pages of music, but to be played on at the piano or organ very slowly. Very slowly. Imagine, hang on. Imagine playing this on piano. Like, it makes sense on an organ, because an organ is a constant note. But a piano is a string, so when you play a key, it goes away after a little bit. Yeah. But if they're coming there from the last chord change in seven years, it's just going to be a guy sitting at a keyboard for, like, I guess seven years. Well, six years, 364 days, and 23 hours, and... Yes, time. 59 minutes. <laughs> nice. Okay, so that was interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I found something amazing on r slash not the onion, which is one of my new favorite subreddits. Mm. Um, headline, Jelly Belly founder to give away candy factory as part of a golden ticket treasure program. Fun. That's fun. Like, oh no, that's crazy. Like, they decided, you know what? We don't want to have jelly beans anymore. And we want to give them to the children. <laughs> I don't know. A California based Jelly Belly is launching a series of golden ticket treasure hunts across the country uh, before his retirement. Let's um, just buy a bunch of them, like... Th think Willy Wonka with a twist. Uh, David Klein announced um, the contest in a video message online saying, mm. the big winner will walk away with a key to their own candy factory. Um, thousands of dollars are also up for grabs. Um, Let's just buy a bunch of um, yeah, Jelly Belly so jelly much. I mean, Jelly Belly is good, like, on its own, so, like, you for know... Sure. Um, Klein says golden tickets are being hidden in secret locations throughout the U.S. You'll be looking for a gold ticket in the form of a necklace with a tag on it, including the code you'll use to verify your find. Uh, winners will receive, um, $5,000 according to contest rules. Um, huh. oh, but only one will win the grand prize. We're going to have the ultimate treasure hunt where the winner will re will be receiving the key to one of our candy factories, said Klein. <laughs> uh, Klein, who no longer owns Jelly Belly, tells ABC News 7 uh, he is giving away one of his Candyman kitchens in Florida. Oh, great, it's oh. Florida. I now want this much less. Um, Florida. Uh, the world needs this right now. We have received thousands of comments from people who say um, this has come at such a perfect time, Klein, or said Klein about the treasure hunt. The contest is not free. Those who wish to participate will need to pay about $50 to receive their state's riddle. So I guess there's one in every state, so that's kind of cool. Yeah. I don't know if we get one for D.C., because D.C. is small, obviously. Well, they're like... They're probably going to be like, D.C., another state. D.C. should be a state. I don't know why people are like, 
like, well, specifically Republicans are just like, oh, D.C. shouldn't be a state, blah, 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 I mean, it's obvious why the Republicans don't want it to be a state. It's a really liberal area. Yes. But I counter you with um, Northern versus Southern Virginia. I say we take Northern Virginia and Washington, D.C., just squish them together into one state. Yeah. And then take the rest of South Virginia, because they vote Republican. Northern Virginia and D.C. vote liberal, usually. But so, Virginia's if you did that, then it would be balanced again, you know what I mean? I see sort of what you mean, but like, yeah. huh. That's what they did a long time ago, like during the Civil War times, when the country would expand a bunch. They'd be like, okay, Mississippi, do you want to be a slave state or a free state? And Mississippi would be like, yeah, we want to be a uh, slave state. And the government would be like, um, uh, uh, okay, introducing newest state in Maine, a free state. Um, I think that's how that went down. But yeah, I think we just do that same thing. And boom, D.C. gets statehood. Republicans get another state with voters that vote Republican usually. Yeah. Yeah, everyone happy. But I would think, what I would, hmm. I think that uh, Northern Virginia, like part of Northern Virginia and D.C. should just be combined. And then that would be a state, right? But then like cut off the majority of Northern Virginia and then keep the bottom half of like Northern Virginia. And then we'll just have like two Virgin. well, we'll have three Virginias. Yeah, and that would be the first state to have three of itself. Yeah. You know what I mean? Though I guess D.C. wouldn't, I guess it would, if we merged Virginia with D.C., then it would just um, probably be renamed D.C. Because D.C. is D.C. and all that. The way you, the U.S. is like, you know what, this is now a thing. That Why, why are we like that? Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah. Here we go, going on a political tangent again. That was fun. Political. It's happened every episode. And by every episode, I mean every episode thus far that we've recorded but not uploaded yet. Yeah. Um, great. Okay. Um, $50 state riddle. Uh, there's also a golden ticket Facebook group. Uh, each treasure hunt has a strict limit of 1,000 participants, added Klein. Mm. Um... David Klein created a Jelly Belly Jelly Bean in 1976. Okay, fuck this. That's just Jelly Belly history. Belly okay. Jelly. Okay, that's that looks like the rest of it. Um, I had another one, too. Bruh. This Turn one was another glorious find from uh, Not the Onion. Airbus redesigns the A350 center console... Because pilots keep pilots keep spilling coffee on it. Wait, read it again. I'm wrong confused. Airbus redesigns the A350 center console because pilots keep spilling coffee on critical instruments. Damn, it must be very spillable. <laughs> you know, they don't have like a cup holder. Yeah, I think like, that would be, yeah. like, the first thing you'd add if hmm. there's a problem. What can we do to make it that the, the pilots do not spill the coffee? Well, maybe a couple... Shut up! 
we don't need cup holders. We need a new console. That's that's the conversation I imagine happening over there. Yeah. Uh, mm. Due to the design of the cockpit's interior, pilots have been spilling coffee on the instrument cluster often enough uh, twice in the past eight months for it to be a problem. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um... Oh, great. The spills can result in engine shutdowns, which is totally what you want when you're cruising at altitude. Mm. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um. Yeah, only one engine per plane has been affected so far, but, you know, that's yeah. still not good. Yeah. But, like, yeah, just, like... The moral of the story here is don't spill your coffee. Or just, you know, don't drink coffee while you're flying a multi-million dollar piece of engineering and weird magic flight stuff. Well, like the flight Shut people. Shut up, Cicada. No like you. Cicada. Cicado. Yeah. Cicado, Cicado. Big tomato tomato. I don't even know what I'm saying, man. School's got me messed up, you know? You know? I'm just like, uh, you know. Yeah, that's that's about it, yeah. School is interesting. Uh-huh. Did you do anything good in your classes this morning, or? I don't know. You just like, sort of chilling out. In classes, they were just like, uh, here's a thing. Um, yeah. I was like, okay, cool. And then I showed my kid to the camera in my guitar class because they were like, okay, grab a thing and then explain its value to you or, like, explain why it exists or something. I don't even know. It was some sort of icebreaker thing. But anyway. Get something, explain how it exists, grabs kitten. Okay, so when a mama cat and a data cat wiggle <laughs> each other very much. I don't even know. Like, I don't know. It was like... So it was an icebreaker thing, like, where yeah. you'd show something. Um, yeah. That show and tell is my favorite part of online school. Yeah. We did that a bunch in my science class last year, like, when we first went online. Yeah. We'd always stick around after class and just stick around, basically. Like, our All teacher right. told us about our wedding. Congratulations, Miss Pendleton, if you're listening to this. Um, so that was fun. Uh-huh. And our, our teacher also got a, a cat. And if I'm remembering correctly, I think she named it Cat. Cat. Or maybe it was, she just called it Cat because she didn't have a name for it. But I distinctly yeah. remember the cat being called Cat. Anyway, so that was fun. And then everyone showed off their pets. And I got to show off my goldfish, which I don't get to do usually because, you know, the fish. Fish, fish. They're kind of hard to take around. But anyway, I was cleaning his tank that day, so I had him in the little tiny bowl. So, you got to show them off, and that was fun. Fun, fun, fun. Yep. Or you could get your dog to harass you. I could have done that, yes. Yeah. <laughs> your dog I also like, got to play with my little brother's rabbit a bunch, and that was awesome, because bunny. he's super cute. Because we have a dog that will try to eat him. <laughs> so, um, that uh, sparked Operation Protect the Morsel. <laughs> the morsel, of course, being the rabbit. 
And, um, so the dog's not allowed in, like, Andrew's room? The dog is not allowed anywhere where she can even sense that there might be the rabbit anyway. Yeah. I think we've been pretty okay at making sure she doesn't even know that the rabbit exists. But, um... Yeah. Yeah. She'd be like, Whoa-ha-ha-ha-ha. What would she do if she, she killed the rabbit? What would she do? She would just... Would Probably she say, shake it around and... Bring it up to one of us to play tug tug with. <laughs> just imagine like tug tug with a dead rabbit. Oh, it's like, oh, here you go. Ooh, and you just rip the ears off. <laughs> stop! Stop talking. Sometimes I think there's a good reason why some people should not be allowed to talk. There it is. That was the reason right there. Yep. Okay. Fascism. Shut up. <laughs> okay, well then the pod's over, you guys. <laughs> we don't have a pod anymore. Okay. <laughs> okay, cool. Uh, bruh. Can you pass the coco soda? Coke. Like. Coke. Yeah. Caffeine free because we're doing this at like... Seven thirty. Yeah, we're not bad boys. We are responsible young men. Correct. Ha 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 That was my sort of laugh. Oh yeah. I don't know how long we've been recording, but so far this seems like a decent length of podcast. Okay. But yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think this is time, so... Okay. okay thank you for Bye listening pod. to first podcast episode. Bye, podcast. Share it with your friends. Do all that fun Cast stuff. Off. Okay. Anyway, Bye. signing off. Bye-bye. Cool.